Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Real quick, before we jump into this episode, I have a message for every single person out there who is currently feeling lost, feeling like they don't have purpose, feeling like they lack direction. And as a result of feeling those things, you're frustrated. You're unfulfilled. You might feel like you've been wasting a lot of time, a lot of energy. You might feel some guilt. If that is you, then listen up because I have something that's going to absolutely transform your life, and that is the Having It All Blueprint. I poured so much into this course because I was that person. I was in the shoes you are in right now. I felt like I had absolutely no purpose. I was so lost. I didn't even know what I was doing here. And I was frustrated looking back at all the money I spent at school and all the time I spent in all these different jobs only to now be feeling like it was all for nothing. And so I went on a journey. I truly, truly dug into myself. And years later, after picking up all these different tools, reshaping my beliefs, I can stand here today knowing so crystal clear what my purpose is. And not only knowing it, but being completely fired up and inspired by it. And I want the same thing for you. And so I poured everything that I've learned into the Having It All Blueprint If you purchase this course and you don't dig it and you don't experience transformation in your life, reach out to me, full refund. Absolutely no risk in investing in yourself with this incredibly powerful tool. And I've used everything in the blueprint to transform not only my own life, but the lives of my clients as well. So it is proven. So if you're ready, if you feel like you've waited way too long to be experiencing a life that is fulfilling and exciting where you're just turned on, can't wait to jump into all the things that you've got going on. If you don't want to wait anymore, jump over to matthewbivens.com slash blueprint and enroll in the Having It All Blueprint today. Once again, that's matthewbivens.com slash blueprint and join us. You too can have an abundant, loving life. I know it. I feel it. I'm excited for you and I'm out. Peace. Welcome to the Having It All Podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up, powerful people? Welcome to the Having It All Podcast. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I am here to partake in a powerful conversation with you about what it looks like to have it all. I'm so stoked you're here with me today. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're about to have some fun. 
And today we're continuing our series on balance. I've done about two or three episodes all about balance lately. And today's episode, we are we're talking about priorities and understanding what's important in your life and learning how to balance out those priorities. Because here's the thing, and this is going to be uh, an explicit episode. I'm going to put that out there right now just in case you need to cover some tiny ears. Not all your shit is important. No, it isn't. Not all the things that you're worrying about and running around trying to do and trying to juggle in your mind are important. But for some reason, you've convinced yourself that you're the most important person in the world and you got all this shit that is urgent. It's got to get done right now. And that is absolutely contributing to you feeling imbalanced, overstressed, and uninspired. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how you can actually go about figuring out what is important, what is priority, and learn to create systems so that you can execute on the things that are most important to you so that you can feel peaceful and centered and fulfilled. That's what we're hitting on today. It's going to be great. Let's kick things off with some magic. I've got a lot of magic, everybody. Yeah, I got a lot of magic today. So if you're not a big fan of the magic section, then just like fast forward 10 minutes or so because I'm about to share because this is some real stuff. This is like some vulnerable stuff I want to share today because my magic is around being vulnerable. So real quick context. Over the years, as my businesses have grown and as I've made more money and as I've had to learn how to manage myself with that money, I cannot say that my relationship towards the money has grown at the same rate. What I mean by that is that scarcity and that that feeling of lack and the feeling of not having enough, that shit comes up and smacks me in the head every once in a while. And, you know, that whole thing is interesting. It's like there are millionaires out there who've got very, very scarce mindsets who are very scared about losing all their money, right? And, you know, you can look at them and think, well, what the hell? You've got all this money. Why are you so scared about losing it? But that the amount of money that you have has nothing to do with your relationship towards it with your scarcity mentality. So this weekend, I got hit with some scarcity mentality, and it sucked. Uh, On Saturday, that was our date night for Sarah and I, and we were talking about things to do. And she put out a couple of ideas, and it was just crazy. Immediately, as soon as she shared those ideas, I just went to how much it was going to cost. Like I wasn't thinking about the quality time. I wasn't thinking about the deposits into her tank and into my tank. I wasn't thinking about being connected and being intimate and laughing and enjoying a meal and just, you know, loving on each other. I was thinking about, okay, well, that's going to cost like $40 and a babysitter. And okay, shit, you want to go to, um, you want to go to dinner and you want to go bowling. That's like 40 bucks for dinner for if we go to the place that we like to go to and then bowling. I mean, shoot, it's a Saturday night. So that's, I'm like, fuck, that's like a hundred and something dollars for one date night. Like that's where my mind went. And so that bled into the date and that bled into the next day, the next morning. And uh, on that Sunday morning, I was going to go and, and have a one-on-one with a close friend of mine. And I'm driving and I'm on my way there. And I just felt myself still feeling scarce. I just felt myself in that scarce mode. So the magic was using my tools. Because during my drive, I did something that I've talked about before. I've shared this process with you. And it's something I turn to a lot. I talked out loud what I was feeling and what was weighing on me. And I actually pulled out my phone and I recorded it 
because I wanted to be able to go back and hear myself and and just like further release those feelings. So for 25 minutes during my drive, I was driving into the city. I just talked about what I was what was going on. I shared the story that I was running through my mind about scarcity, about money. I really did my best to dig deep and to really pull out what was really at the core, right? And some of the things that were really at the core were like the belief and the story that I'll never be able to create the financial lifestyle that I want. Like that was one of the beliefs that was really down in the core. And I'll tell you, it, it, you know, that has been a very, very effective process for me to release those feelings of scarcity. And about halfway through my recording, the tone shifted, right? I went from, you know, excavating, (laughs) like excavating all the feelings and all the fear, just getting it all out. I even think in my recording, I said something like, man, let me just continue scraping the bottom of this barrel. Like what else is left? Because I was really trying to dig all that shit out. And after about halfway through my recording, the tone shifted. And then I started to get proactive and I started to get into creation mode. And I started to think, okay, so Here's, here are some things I can do with my business. And here are some ideas that I want to really put some energy into. And the second half of my recording was all just powerful and abundant. And it was about possibility and it was about creation. And I'm happy I recorded it because I had some really great ideas in there for how I wanted to structure the rest of my week and how I wanted to prioritize and where I wanted to put my energy into and ideas for people to connect with and things to do. And it was really beautiful. It was very beautiful. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And so then I flowed into my one-on-one with my friend and, you know, I knew that being vulnerable about this in front of certain people, I had a fear about being vulnerable about my money scarcity because I felt that, you know, sharing those things with others is going to influence how they view me. And that's been a, a, a story that I've run in my mind. Like, I don't want to let other people in. Like, I don't want to be too vulnerable. I'll be a little vulnerable. I don't want to be too vulnerable because then I don't want you to think less of me. I don't want you to believe that I'm not solid, that I'm not secure, that I'm not on top of my shit. So I won't let people in. And while I was with my friend having my one-on-one, that came up. And I'm like, you know what? I was able to be vulnerable with myself in the car. Let me take it a step further and be vulnerable with her. So I shared. I was like, yo, this is what I was going through just minutes before arriving here. And I shared with her the entire process. I shared with her all of the fears that I had about money and my abilities and my intelligence and all of that stuff. I shared it all. 
And what was beautiful about that is she heard me. She received me. And, and in my sharing, she felt closer to me. She felt more connected to me. In me being vulnerable, it drew her closer. It drew us closer together. And that was incredibly magical. And then today, I had a mastermind call with a bunch of folks who were all, you know, working to grow our businesses. And normally, I'm, I'm, I'm asking for, you know, feedback on my ideas, and it's all business talk. But I'm like, you know what? I got hit with some more scarcity today, so I wanted to share that too. So my magic has really been stepping into this vulnerability around just sharing what's coming up for me. You know, first, I shared it with myself during that, that car ride. I just spoke it out loud. I just shared it with myself. I allowed myself to be vulnerable with me. And then from there, it allowed me to be vulnerable with others. And there's been some amazing ripple effects, right? Like my friend with the one-on-one, she felt more connected and she felt closer to me. It allowed her to be vulnerable and, and her to open up. And she had some powerful breakthroughs in our time together because of the space of vulnerability that was created. And then when I'm sharing on my mastermind, there's other people who are like, yeah, me too. You know what? Here's an example of where I was feeling scarce yesterday. And here's an example of when I was feeling scarce last week. And it just gave everybody else permission to share as well. And all of us now feel more connected. And then more ripples from my, from my being vulnerable have looked like people are coming out now to help with different things. Hey, have you thought about this? Hey, have you called that person? Hey, what about this? I mean, the ripples are just been so beautiful. So that, this magic is, is widespread. And it continues to unfold. And I'm just, I'm just happy that I was able to influence myself in that first, you know, that first day on Sunday to just allow myself to be vulnerable and just to share what was coming up for me, right? Starting with myself and then keep stepping into that with courage to share with other people. So that's my magic. I told you I had a lot of magic and it's, it's beautiful and um, I'm excited just to keep on peeling back the layer, keep on opening myself up. And just keep spotting those stories when I'm telling myself, no, if you're too vulnerable, then you aren't going to be seen as a king. You aren't going to be seen as a leader. You aren't going to be seen as whatever the hell is that I'm, I'm making up. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I love sharing this with you all because this is, what's, this is the real shit, right? We're here to have it all. And, and a huge part of that is every, all those stories and all those thoughts and all those beliefs that we just keep holding on to. And we keep fertilizing in our mind. And we got to just be bold enough and courageous enough to dig that shit out of there. So that's my magic today, everybody. I highly, highly recommend that right now you pause for yourself and you think about a magical moment in your life. A moment where you've influenced yourself, other people, or life itself in an empowering way. Just take a moment to think about it because you are so magical and you are so powerful and you're creating magic all the time. And I want you to realize just how freaking powerful you are. So take a moment right now, and then we are going to keep this train moving. I want to share some listener love. I received a really, really amazing email um, a while ago, and I can't actually remember if I shared this as, as listener love before, but this email is from back in April, and it's from Stephanie. And Stephanie, I am so... I'm very grateful for your email. You know, you wrote a lot and I love that. I love when you, when you all share and I can just like read and get into your story and connect. And so Stephanie, um, first of all, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, 
I'm I'm happy that you enjoy the podcast and that it's helped to make your commute more bearable. I love that. And it's even helped you influence it helped influence you when you're uh when you got some crazy drivers around you. I think that's awesome. But um I Stephanie, the coolest part of your email, which I've shared with other people, that's why I can't remember if I shared it on the podcast, but I know I've shared it with others, is where you said at the end, having it all is the shit. And shit is an acronym, S-H-I-I-T. And you wrote, some hella inspiring transformational talk. I love that, Stephanie. That is so freaking cool. You are the shit. And uh, I appreciate that acronym. I'm, I'm going to use that. I'm probably going to use that in, in a workshop that I do coming up. So that is so cool. Stephanie, thank you so much for tuning into the show, for taking a moment to reach out to me, for being freaking awesome. I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative of you. Thank you, Stephanie. If you listening would love to connect with me the way Stephanie did, hit me up. I'd love to connect. My email is mattcbivens at gmail.com. That's Matt with two T's. And my Instagram is Matthew underscore Bivens. I've been really digging Instagram lately. I've gone up and down. If you've been a listener of the show for a while, you've known this. I've gone up and down with Instagram. But recently, I'm in it. And uh, I'm enjoying posting and I'm enjoying connecting. So Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram and mattcbivens at gmail.com for my email. I love to connect and talk and just get into some relationships. I dig it. Love it all. Real quick, before we jump into the episode, I just want to share that I have been cooking up something sweet for you all. Yes, I took some feedback that you gave around what was really uh, coming up for you. And you shared that balance was one of the big things. And that's, that's perfect because I'm a balanced lifestyle coach. And balance is one of the key areas that I have created some personal mastery around. And I have helped a lot of my clients and a lot of people I worked with to... First of all, create a more powerful relationship to the idea of balance and to create some tools and some practices and some habits so that you can actually create balance in your life, but then maintain it and sustain it. And so I have been working on a workbook for you. Yeah, I'm putting together a workbook. I'll be working on it later on today. Uh, My goal is to have it out in the next week or so. And it's all about helping you to create and maintain balance in your life so that you can feel joyful, you can feel fulfilled, you can feel excited about what you got going on because I know you got some awesome stuff going on. But right now you might be feeling imbalanced, overstressed, and uninspired. And that is unfortunately a shitty way of experiencing the life that you've created. So I'm putting together this balance workbook. It's going to be coming out very, very soon. Stay tuned for that. All right, let's get into today's conversation. Yeah, remember, not all your shit is important. It really isn't. And right now you're making it everything important. You're making all of it a priority just because you simply haven't learned how to properly prioritize. And so that's what I want to dig into. I'm going to be talking about a process that you can use, real simple process, to go about figuring out what really, really is the priority in your life what really is important, putting in a system around how do you tackle those important items and just walking you through the steps so that you can go from feeling disorganized and overwhelmed, because that's what happens when you got everything that's a priority. You feel like you got so many things going on. You're juggling a hundred different things at a time in all your different roles. Everything seems urgent. Everything seems like an emergency. You don't have enough energy, resources, focus, money, 
time to devote to all those different things. You feel guilty if you don't give something the attention that it's crying for. And that just leaves you feeling totally burnt out, totally stressed out. It doesn't have to be that way. Absolutely does not have to be that way. So I'm going to be digging into that. And there's actually a a great um, Instagram post that I put up today all about priorities. So I recommend go check it out. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool thing that puts uh, priorities into perspective. Where I want to start is actually looking at the word priority. Because what happens very often is in our lives, we assign the label of priority to a number of different things. So you might have five things that you right now are saying are priority. However, that really can't be the case. Right? Only one thing can be the priority at a time. But it's so easy for us to convince ourselves that we have five different priorities. So when we look at the definition of priority, there's multiple. But one that applies here is a thing that is regarded as more important than another. More important than another. So you've got this one thing going on in your life, but then there's something else that's more important. There's something else that's more important than that. And something else that's more important than that. So if you look at it that way, then how can you have five priorities? One of them has to be more important than the other. So there really would be a ranking of one through five, but that's not how we look at it most of the time. When you don't have a system, when you don't have a way of figuring out your priorities, when you haven't really thought about what they actually are, then yeah, everything seems to be a priority. And so that's just the first place I want to start. It's just it's shifting how you think of the word priority, because if that's how, what's coming up in your language, even if it's just in your internal thoughts, then of course you're feeling overwhelmed. Of course you're feeling like you, you're stretched really thin because you're saying everything is of equal importance when in actuality it isn't. And so when I hear that in conversation, if I'm talking to clients or all that, it just tells me that you haven't sat down to really think about what your priorities really are. So that is step one of this process. This is the first step in learning how to juggle multiple things and competing responsibilities. The first step is to really identify what are your priorities, right? Like what are the most significant aspects of your life, the most significant things that you've got going on right now? You're probably going to say something like your family, your friends, right? Your work, your community, yourself. Thinking about what your priorities are and getting very, very clear on them is the first step to being able to effectively manage them and managing your time. Because everything in this episode is really about time management. We're talking about time management right now. And if this is something that when you hear the word time management, you think of something like a business sense, you know, I want you to just drop that because you are having to manage your time every day, all day, right? That's what we all do. We all manage our time. Some people do it more effectively than others. Now with a business... The reason why they emphasize time management so much is because time is money. That's why you got project managers in in big businesses. They come in there to help manage the time, manage the project. Because if you're being ineffective in a business with managing time, well, now you're directly wasting money. Same type of thing happens in our personal lives. Whether or not we are talking about business or working in a business, it's like in your personal life, when you aren't managing time effectively... It's like having holes in a bucket and the water's leaking out. That water could be money. It could also be energy, right? 
It could also be your, your focus, your attention. So when you aren't managing your time effectively, stuff is leaking, and we just want to be able to plug the leaks. So again, going back to this, the first step is to just understand what are your priorities, you know? And one way to, to identify what your priorities are, you can sit down and think, okay, what are those things that are most important to me? But you can also look in, at the things that you're currently investing your time and your money into. Because we tend to invest time and money into the things that are most important to us. Like, what are the things in your life right now that are getting most of your resources? It's a good way to come up with your priorities. Now, that's on a big level. If you want to zoom in a little bit, maybe you know right now in this day or this week or this month or this season, you've got a bunch of different things going on. Maybe you've got a big project at work and you've got a wedding coming up that you're planning and you know that it's your, you know, your parents' 60th birthday and you want to do something great for them and you know that you know, your, your daughter's dance recitals coming up. So you have all these different things that you're trying to manage. And so with, even within that, you can establish what the priority is. You can look at, okay, well, when is this due? What's the deadline over here? You know, what's the, what's the, the, the cost of this? What's the scope of that? What's the time that this is going to take? Those are ways that you can figure out what the priority is on something that's going on in your life right now. So step one on being able to juggle all those different things is to understand what your priorities are. Now, there's a huge thing that you have to understand and catch. There is a difference between urgent and important. There's a difference between urgent and important. Because once you've established what some of your priorities are, you're going to have things that pop up in your life that are going to feel urgent and important, that are going to compete for space and time and resources from your priorities. And oftentimes what happens is that we confuse urgent and important and we end up spending a lot of our time on things that are urgent, believing that they are important. And so that is where we start to feel the, the strain. Because there's a lot of things that are going to come up that are going to feel urgent, right? If you run out of dog food, oh, I got to go get the dog food right now. If you're in the middle of a project and a phone calls, oh, I got to get that phone call right now, right? If, you know, whatever's going on, it's a, 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 a colleague knocks on your door because they need something from you. Oh, that's urgent. I got to do that right now. So you have all these different things that pop up that are going to be competing for you, right? They're, they're, they want you. They want your attention. They want your answer. They want your money. They want your time. And they're pulling away from the things that are important. They're pulling away from the things that are priority. So you've got to be able to discern between what's urgent and what's important. There are absolutely urgent things that pop up in your life that are also important that you need to take care of. Like maybe you're driving to work and your engine blows or a tire goes out. Yeah, that's urgent and it's important. So boom, take care of it. But you also have to be able to understand those things that are just screaming for attention that don't need to be addressed right now. And that is where it's going to take some practice, taking practice to say no, taking practice to stick to the things that you've deemed as priorities, that you've deemed as important, even if other people are saying, no, 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 this is what I need you to focus on. And again, this is applicable for you and your personal life as well as you and your business life. So number one is to address the priorities, figure out what your priorities are. 
Number two is when the other stuff starts to come up, you ask yourself, hey, listen, is this really important? Right? Because you're going to have a whole bunch of things on your plate. Now, when you have all those things on your plate, you got to really be able to say, okay, this is important. This is something that needs to be addressed. That is something that I can take off. Let me kick that off the plate. Oftentimes, the things that you have deemed as priority are important but aren't urgent. So spending time with your kids, important, yeah. Urgent, probably not. Taking time to eat healthy and, and invest in your own physical health. Go to the gym. Important? Yeah. Urgent? Probably not. And so there's this really beautiful sweet spot when you start to recognize, because you've deemed it a priority, so you start to recognize that there are those things in your life that are important, but they aren't urgent, and you make time for them in your schedule. When you start to see things like that, and you, you become proactive in making time for them, what that is, like those are the deposits into your different tanks the important and the non-urgent. Those are direct deposits into your different tanks. But you have to be very, very proactive about making the time for those things, about being very intentional about those things. Because again, the urgent matters in your life are gonna be competing. And it's so easy to be like, yes, that's important, but it's not urgent, so I'm gonna push it off to later. It's like, you know, if I'm, in my, if I'm here in the office and Maya wants to come in, it's like, yes, Maya, I know, I know, you're important. Yes, you're important, but you're not urgent. So please just go away and I'll get to you tomorrow. I'll get to you at the end of the week. If I do that again and again and again, at some point, I'm going to start to feel that something that I know is priority is being neglected. And as I start to feel that a priority of mine is not being attended to and I keep choosing to not attend to it, well, guess what happens? I start to feel out of balance. It creates stress. It's not a great feeling. So knowing those things that are important, yet they're not urgent, and making time for them, that's really step two. Because that's where you're going to start to feel fulfilled and feel like the things that are really, really matter in your life are getting addressed. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So now that we have an idea of what is priority and we have an idea of the difference between important and urgent, the next thing to do is to get organized and to create a system. Now, the goal of having a system, the goal of organization, is to take time away from you needing to decide on what to do next. Because it's no fun 
when you've got a bunch of shit you want to get done to finish something and have to think, okay, what am I supposed to do next? And have to recall, okay, what am I supposed to do next? Because it's in that inquiry that the urgent stuff jumps in. Ah, I need to go take the trash out. Ah, there was a bill that I know it's due in a month, but I need to go down to the office and, you know, write them a check. Whatever it is, like that's when that stuff tends to pop in. So the third step, again, is to get organized. And there are a lot of different systems out there that can help you get organized. Now, again, we're talking about time management. And now I'm talking about time management systems. And I just want to stress that, again, this is not just for business people, right? Like you have to manage your time. And so having a system that helps you manage your time is going to help you become more effective, feel more balanced, right? Make sure the priorities and the important things get completed. Whether or not you are a CEO or a manager or a stay-at-home mom or a college student, we all need that sort of time management system if we want to create a more healthy relationship to the different things that we're juggling in our lives, the different priorities. So I have a, I, I've, I've tried so many different systems, so many different systems. I, I even back in the day when I was running my marketing agency, I had like a series of blogs and videos all about time management systems and project management systems and sharing how I go about managing my time because I've always wanted to take on a lot of things in my life and recognizing that time is that one resource that I can't stretch out more. So I've tried a lot of different systems. And one of the things that I have realized is, you know, there's not one size fit all system, right? And you've got to test out different little things that work for you. So I'll share with you real briefly what my system is. Right now, I use Evernote. Evernote is a free like note-taking and, and like folder type of um, app that I just put on my computer. And my system is really, really simple. When I have business ideas or just life ideas, I get them out of my head and I put them in a note in Evernote. When I have any to-dos, something that pops in my mind, again, business to-dos, like, oh, yeah, I got to email her back. Or just life to-dos, like, oh, you know what? Um, I need to plant the, the, the tomatoes before the end of the week because then it's, I'm going to miss my window. Whenever I, to-dos, I just get them out of my head and I put them in Evernote. And then each week, I sit down and I think, okay, what are the big things that I want to accomplish? I call them my big rocks. And now the, the, the way that I, I identify my big rocks is first I look at my roles. So I look back at my priorities, right? And I set a goal for each one of those priorities. So if being husband to Sarah is priority, which it is, I might set a goal for it. All right, this week I want to write Sarah a love note and I want to plan um, a fun date that is different from a movie and bowling. Okay, great, priority, right? And then here's the kicker. I schedule that on my calendar. I actually carve out time on my calendar to do those things, right? And it's not just work stuff. So when you look at my calendar, it's filled with all different, all the important things that I want to accomplish in my day, not just for work. So going to the gym, spending one-on-one quality time with friends, date night with Sarah, right? Making other types of deposits into my tank and work time. All of those things have a spot on my calendar. So this system works for me because I have a place where I can dump all the stuff out of my brain, 
because I don't want to keep everything in my brain. I don't have a great memory and I tend to get that monkey mind and just I can go crazy if I have all this stuff in my brain. So I dump it all out onto these different notes and Evernotes. And then each week I recognize what my big rocks are. So I know the most important things that I want to accomplish that week. And then on a daily basis, I can just look at my calendar or look at my big rocks and I know what it is that I want to accomplish that day. I might fill in some extra spots with some other things that have come up that I want to get to. And now I don't have to think about it. I can just get to executing. That's a system that I've developed over time. And that system has become a huge help for me when I want to be productive and effective. Because I've been very, very productive in the past and not been very effective. That looks like being busy, busy, busy and just spending 12 hours just on my computer doing stuff, but not really moving the needle in a significant way. So again, if we go back to the steps I've been outlining, first it's figuring out what your priorities are. Then it's understanding the difference between what's urgent and what's important and being able to move things off your plate that aren't necessarily important. Then once you have an idea of those things, it's having a system, having a system that you can just put everything into so that you don't have to think. You don't have to hold all the information in your brain. You don't have to think about what to do next. So once you've got your system and you've got all those different items, now you can start thinking about, okay, what can I actually delegate? Because you don't have to do it alone. But it's really easy for us to believe that we have to do it alone. It's easy for us to just toil away, just work away, grind, hustle, all that stuff, and then end up hating our lives. I mean, there's songs about people working for the weekend. And how many folks really despise Mondays? I love Monday. I absolutely do. I'm not just blowing smoke up anybody's ass. Like, I really fucking love Monday because I'm really clear as to what I want to work on. And I Mondays for me are this wide open day that I just get to pour myself into my projects. My relationship towards Monday wasn't always like that, right? And so, you know, when you've, when, you've, when you've got all this stuff that you're trying to accomplish and you feel like you have to do it alone, it can really make everything feel heavy. It can make it all feel tough. But here's the thing. There are probably friends or family who are so willing to help us out if we only ask, you know? And I know for me, it can be really hard to ask for help, really freaking hard to ask for help. And for most of us, I think most people, it can be tough for ask for help. This is not a, I haven't done a study, but I'm just going to put something out there. My hypothesis is that for most people, it's tough to ask for help. And the idea of delegating is tough too, because we feel like we can do it better than anyone else, right? Like, give me an energetic hand raise if that's you. (laughs) If you feel like you can do it better than anyone else, and then if you were to delegate, you would spend as much, if not more time, instructing them how to do it the way that you want it to be done, so you may as well just do it yourself. That's what happens, right? So if that's you, then I, I recommend starting small. Start with some really, really small delegations and work your way up to bigger ones. Because you don't have to do it all alone. And it's a, it's a fallacy to believe that you do anything 100% alone. And it really does take a village. If you want to be productive, if you want to be effective, if you want to have a more joyful experience, a more peaceful experience, involve other people. So learning to delegate is going to be so critical. Whether it's delegating chores around your house, getting your kids involved, getting your spouse involved whether it's delegating things where you're paying, you're outsourcing it, maybe you don't want to clean. I hate cleaning my house. 
I hate it. I don't want to clean the, you know, the, the, the oven. I especially don't want to clean the bathrooms. So I want to delegate that stuff. I want to hire somebody else, right? So figure out where you can delegate. Maybe you need to spend some money or maybe you just need to ask and get some of those things off your plate. Maybe those things are, that, are, that are important and urgent, but you can delegate them. And step number five, let me go through the four steps real quick before we get to number five. The first step was to know your priorities. The second step was, was to really understand, is it important? Is it urgent? To really understand the difference there. The third step was to get organized and to create some sort of system for you to be able to drop everything into and to know what to do next. The fourth step was to delegate, delegate where possible. And the fifth step is to now do it, is to work your system. It's to stick to executing on what you've decided is priority and to let the other things go that don't need to be addressed right now. Because I can guarantee you, if you've got five things that you're saying are priority, they don't all need to be addressed right now, right? If you're planning a wedding that's happening in six months, maybe you don't have to pick the flowers today. Maybe you could pick them next week or next month, right? So it's learning to say no to things. It's a huge part of it. Learning to say no to things that come up. Learning to say no to other people's emergencies. Yeah, because other people's emergencies, they're going to try to pass them on to you and make them important in your life. But you can say no, right? Because when you're clear as to what's most important to you and you're focused on putting your resources into that, it can be a little bit easier to say no because those other things may not be in alignment. It's not going to make it totally simple. You still got to stand for yourself, right? This is part of standing up for yourself is saying no. But that's part of you know honoring yourself too, saying that I'm worth it. I'm worth focusing on what's most important to me. It's a huge part of all of this. And within all of that, create some flexibility too for things to change, right? Like, I never want to have a system that's so rigid that I can't get outside of the constraints of it. I don't want that. I want to be able to look at my schedule and say, you know what? I thought this was my number one priority for the week, but I'm going to shift that. Okay, great. Change it. You get to create it, right? So it's really just being the master over your system, over your plan, over your process. And now, you know me. I'm always about action. I'm about activating these things we talk about. And so this, this fifth step is really important because you can plan all the different things. You can write down all your priorities. You can get clear on all that stuff. But then if you don't actually execute it, it really doesn't mean much of anything. So you've got to work your system. You've got to stick with the things that you say are most important. You've got to make time for your priorities, those things that are important but not urgent. You've got to start scheduling them into your calendar. And then when it pops up, you do it right? Sarah this morning shared with me that uh, yesterday she had intended to go to the gym. I go to the gym on Monday mornings. I get up at 5.30 and I'm going to head out to the gym. So Sarah set her alarm for six o'clock, right? This is some self-care time. This is something that's important, but it's not urgent. So she set her clock for that. And then she had to get up in the middle of the night to go pee, and when she thought about going back to bed and waking up in a couple of hours for her six o'clock alarm, she was like, nah, I'm not doing that. So she turned off her alarm and she slept. So then when she finally did get up, now instead of having 
you know, made that deposit into herself, got herself powered up and centered before she the day began, she's jumping right into taking care of Maya, putting together breakfast, getting Maya's school stuff together, right? Getting all the things ready so that she can get out the door. And she regretted it. She was like, oh, man, why did I do that? So Sarah had a system. She just didn't work it. It happens with me, too. <laughs> I do the same thing. But it's like if we've got these systems, if we put together these things that we say are going to help us to feel more productive, to feel more effective, to feel more balanced, to feel like we're on top of our priorities, to feel like we're in some sort of flow, to feel like we can juggle all the different responsibilities. If you put a system and plan in place, you got to then execute it. You got to run it. That's how you can figure this stuff out. Because it's in running your plan and your system, you're going to say, oh, you know what? Maybe this doesn't work for me. Let me adjust. Because adjustment comes into this, comes into play, absolutely. So that is what I got for you today. And I mentioned earlier that uh, I'm putting together this balanced workbook. And what's really cool about the balanced workbook is a lot of the stuff that I mentioned in this, in this conversation just now, it's in the workbook. So I give you some really concrete step-by-steps. Like I take it further. Because I, I just outlined five steps for you, and you can go and execute on this stuff. But if you want to go a little bit deeper, if you want a little bit more guidance, I'm putting it together in the Balanced Workbook, and I'll be announcing that, like I said, in the next week or so when it's ready to rock and roll. And so, you know, I know that it's possible for everybody here to be able to juggle their responsibilities. I know it's possible for you to feel balanced, right? And as a parent, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who has so many freaking pokers in the fire and who, who pours himself into different communities and different groups and all these different things, like I know that feeling of having a fucking full plate. I know it. I know it. And I know that you can enjoy all the things that you've created. You can be peaceful and you can find flow and you can be very effective and you can show up as beast mode in all the different areas of your life. It is 100% possible. I'm proof of it. Folks that I've worked with are proof of it. And so I'm putting all of that into the Balance Workbook. And it's, it'll be a really awesome thing for you, again, to just take this to the next level, to really apply this in your life and to get a little bit of help. And so uh, I'll be announcing that when it launches soon. So stay tuned. Be, uh, be on my Instagram because I'll definitely be announcing it on Instagram. And you can jump on my email list as well on MatthewBivens.com. And I'll be sending out an email with some more details on that. And uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on how you put today's episode to work. How have you taken these five steps and implemented them in your life? And when you did, did you feel a shift? Has there been a change in the way that you relate to things as priority or urgent or important? Have you, you know, once you started executing this, did you feel that the things that were really, really, that really, really mattered to you started to get more attention? And how did you feel about letting some of the other things go? Was it tough? Was it easy? Share with me any and all feedback. I would love to hear it. Hit me up, mattcbivens at gmail.com and Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. I'm all about helping you to experience an abundant, loving life because I know it's possible for each and every one of us. We can have it all. We just got to be so willing to examine our art forms, our actions, our relationships, and our thoughts, and to really step into the things that are ineffective and work to create things that are more effective. So, ah, my name is Matthew Bivens. 
I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me. Here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.